This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, October 13th, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. If election security is a problem in the United States, what precisely would it take for Americans to care about it? Cato's Brandon Valeriano says it's well known that certain foreign powers want to exploit weaknesses in our election system. He says, however, the distributed nature of American elections is one of its security virtues. As to making Americans care, short of some sort of ransomware attack, Valeriano says it's not clear Americans are going to push to prioritize election security at all. We can say with confidence that we're entirely unsecure in terms of election security. And I'm speaking mainly in terms of digital or electronic election security, more in the realm of cybersecurity. And that's going to be a huge challenge because there are a lot of adversaries that want to disrupt American processes and American institutions. And the main one that they're seeking to disrupt right now would be the U.S. election. Again, with confidence, uh, what can we say about the identities of uh, the people or groups that are trying to disrupt U.S. elections? We know with confidence that Russia has been disrupting U.S. elections and has been engaging in overall electoral uh, electoral disruption since at least 2014 in the digital realm. So this is the new process. Russia has always been using active measures against its adversaries, but now they're really focused on doing it through cyber means. Um, the ODNI recently said that China and Iran were also seeking to disrupt the election, but there's literally no evidence of that so far. It's possible, but it seems that I think Iran and China actually probably want to see a transition in power. So their goals aren't really lining up with trying to interfere in the election. Okay. So with respect to the security of U.S. elections, what are the the weak points uh, you said that digital is a problem. Now, does that are you talking about voting machines or something else? Well, there are a lot of weak points, but also in some ways, our weak points and in our instability are sources of strength because the electoral system is so distributed and so kind of in the hands of the states. There's no overarching systematic system to co- coordinate elections. So there's no central target. So that makes us a little bit safer. And it's very difficult to hack into voting machines. Um, You would have to literally do that at the precinct while everyone is watching you, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. But what could happen would be attacks on voter rolls, attacks on counting mechanisms. And also what we're kind of worried about right now would be the proliferation of ransomware attacks that have been happening against hospitals on local election systems so that when you go to the poll and try and you know look up your registration they can't do that because they can't get into their basic microsoft excel so it's not a complicated process but since we're so distributed we have some security but our weakness is our inadequacy overall and our lack of technological development in this space who's working on trying to fix that and and what what do you view as the most promising uh, avenues for making our elections more robust and secure? I don't see much progress on this right now. And I think the big issue is federalism, right? Elections are coordinated and run by local, um, local officers. So there isn't a lot of desire for intervention from the federal government here. There isn't a lot of desire for coordination, but at 
the state level, there have certainly been some states that have done well, and there also have been some states that have done very poorly. Like Georgia is a great example of a state that's done very poorly, where they literally, I think, actually tried to charge the Department of Homeland Security with uh, hacking into their election systems when they were just doing a basic probe. So you get a lot of variation here. But I'm not too hopeful right now because there's not a lot of motivation to solve this issue right now, particularly from the top down and the national level, because I think there's this kind of conventional wisdom that President Trump doesn't want to hear about election interference because it might uh, sully the legitimacy of the election in 2016. If we've seen election interference that is apparently well-documented from uh, Russia, uh, what would it take beyond knowing that that information is, uh, is out there? Well, I think we certainly need a lot of reform in the election system, especially how digital content ads are put forward to the public. And we need some coordination with the social media companies because they're the primary weakness right now. And disinformation can really spread through those avenues. And we're not seeing a lot of changes there. Um, there are a lot of surface level changes, but uh, overall, I think social media companies are more focused on the fight against Chinese social media companies and not really coordinating how to protect the American system right now. You view that these are all a part of the same thing. That is, disinformation on social media is uh, legitimately thought of as an election security issue? It is now. And the question, I think, for a lot of people is how effective disinformation is on social media in impacting the election. And we're not really sure that there is a clear impact, but we do know that this is a pernicious problem, and it does solely the overall uh, quality of the U.S. electoral system. So we have a problem with how we spread information, how we don't verify the accuracy of information, and we have a problem at the local level in coordinating and securing electoral processes. So the entire kind of election system overall is very much broken right now. So when I say, what's it going to take? I guess I'm referring to some sort of event where uh, somebody is caught red handed, like some somebody with a hammer and sickle on their ball cap cracking into some sort of computer system, uh, you know, some, something so, so obvious that, that people say, okay, maybe we should devote a, a little more to fixing this problem. Uh, and I think a great example would be a ransomware attack on a local county that's critical for election night returns and them not being able to process votes because they can't check uh, driver's licenses and passports. I think something as simple as that might be a motivating instance for overall reform but I don't see a push for reform just right now. Brandon Valeriano is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast anywhere you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 